Welcome back to an episode of the Football Front Season 1, Episode 37. Today we're going to make my full-on in-depth predictions for Super Wild Card Weekend. I'm super excited. Hope you are too. Let's get right into it. So let's get started with today's episode going over the Saturday slate of games. First of all, at 4.30 on NBC from uh, Cincinnati, Ohio, Paul Brown Stadium, Bengals Raiders. This game, I predicted the Raiders. We want to see how that goes this afternoon. Look at the Indians for this game. Nick Morrow, Darius Dylan, and Jonathan Hankins are on the injured list. Morrow and Dylan are on injury reserves. Hankins is questionable. For Cincinnati, Auden Tate is on IR. Jalen Davis and Stanley Morgan are questionable. And Josh Tapo is doubtful. So I'm going to do it. My prediction is way different than I would normally do. But um, when we're going to compare position by position. Position by position, sorry. Um, uh, quarterback, Burrow versus Derek Carr. In this case, I like... Joe Burrow in this matchup. So I'm going to give the Bengals the edge in quarterbacking. At running back, I'm again going to give uh, Joe Mixon the edge. So the Bengals now have two things on the Raiders, in my opinion. Now, I'm not counting out Josh Jacobs. He's going to have to play phenomenal, but I think he will. But I'm, I'm taking Mixon as a better running back so far. And then in the receiving game, I think it's again. It's got to be Cincinnati. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. Uh, oh my gosh, what's his name? Tyler Boyd. They're all good. You know, I'm not counting out the um, Raiders receiving game, but I'm definitely taking Cincinnati's over there. Offensive line wise, it's probably about even. It's. I'm not really going to take an edge there, but so far it's kind of. One neutral, three to the Bengals, zero to the Raiders. On defense, the defensive line, I'm going to take Vegas on the defensive line here. I think they got a bit better of a defensive line. Not significantly, but, uh, you know, I think they'll have an edge. Um, in coverage, it's probably another neutral one in the secondary. And then linebacking, another neutral one. So in this game, I think Cincinnati's going to have a significant edge over Vegas, especially considering they're at home. You know, according to ESPN's matchup predictor, it's also a 67.5% chance for Cincinnati, 32.5% for Vegas in terms of winning. The forecast is at game time going to be 31 and partly sunny, according to AccuWeather. Um, and say this again, I'm taking the Bengals in this game. Um, next game's Bills. Uh, I'm taking the Bills. Now, the thing is, is I wouldn't be shocked to just move on in this game. Because, um, it's gonna be, uh, six degrees. That, just, let's go over that real quick. It's gonna be at night, it's gonna be six degrees, and it's probably only gonna get colder. The real feel is going to be much lower than that because there's no sun. But that's going to be tough to play in six-degree weather. 
you know, it that's not easy. Um, we'll have to see, you know, how the weather will affect the game. But that's that. This is a home game for Buffalo. Um, let's see. ESPN is having a 61.7% chance for Buffalo to win, 38.3 for New England to win. This game's at 8.15 on, on CBS. Taking a look at the injuries, Buffalo actually has none. And then New England's got Jacoby Myers, questionable. Dante Hightower, questionable. And Adrian Phillips, questionable. If all three of them are out, that that's huge. We already also do know that Jalen Mills and Isaiah Wynn are out, which are two other big ones. That's going to hurt the Patriots a bit. If, But I think Hightower and Myers are going to play the in Phillips. Like, they're not going to miss this game. They can't. So... Taking a look at the position by, by position matchups at quarterback Mac Jones, Josh Allen, Josh Allen notably does not play good in the cold. In Mac Jones, we're not really sure. Now, in this case, I'm going to take the Patriots in a quarterbacking game due to the weather only. In a normal game, you know, maybe 50 degree weather, I'm taking Josh Allen. 40 degree weather even. But I'm taking Mac Jones in the quarterback battle, I guess, here. For the rushing game, Devin Singletary, uh, uh, Damian Harris, I think it is. Uh, that's pretty much even. I'm not really going to give an edge. I might give it to Singletary here. I think I will. But it's it's de- definitely kind of more bit neutral. I'm going to take Buffalo in there, though, Singletary. In the receiving game, and there's no doubt Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley, Gabriel Davis, Isaiah McKenzie, all of them on Buffalo. It's I think it's gonna be Emmanuel Sanders, I think. He's still there, yeah. Um, I'm taking Buffalo hundred percent here. In the receiving game. On to the offensive lines. I'm taking the Patriots pretty comfortably here. So that's kind of a two two tie right now on defense uh the defensive line um i'm definitely taking the patriots and so i also will take the patriots on the linebacking core and then in the secondary i'm gonna take the buffalo bills now that adds up to i think a four to three maybe i think it's what it's but i'm still gonna be taking the buffalo bills in this game I think they're they're just slightly more talented. There's no doubt in my mind though that it will be a close game. It will be fun to watch, and I'm definitely gonna watch at least a bit of it. Definitely, definitely, definitely. January fifteenth. Nice. We'll move on to the three games on Sunday, and then the one game on Monday. Tomorrow on Sunday, as when I'm recording this, we have Eagles Buccaneers at one. I'm getting the Buccaneers very comfortably in this game. The Buccaneers are at home. It's going to be Aaron Fox. One o'clock game again. Uh, according to the ESPN matchup predictor, it's 77.4% for Tampa Bay, 22.6% chance to win for Philadelphia. Um, the weather is going to be 68 degrees and sunny tomorrow in Tampa where they are playing. So that'll it won't be bad weather there. Um moving on to the injuries for Tampa. 
Justin Watson, Carlton Davis, and Sean Murphy Bunting are all questionable. Levante David's on IR. Cyril Grayson is out. For Philadelphia, Nate Herbig, questionable, and so is Josh Sweat. I don't think injury will matter that much. It's gonna I think it's gonna be the Buccaneers. When you go Hurts versus Brady, I'm taking the GOAT Tom Brady in the passing game. In the running game, uh, I'm not sure. Let's see. The Eagles' best runner is Hurts. And you never want that to be your thing. Leonard Fournette is out. So it'll have that running back. It will have to be in Rojo's out as well. So it's going to have to be left up to, I think, Keyshawn Vaughn, uh, Giovanni Bernard, and Levin Bella, Kenjin Barner in the running game. I still think that I'll actually give the Eagles a slight edge here. I don't think that the rushing game will win them the game, but give them the edge, I guess. Um, in the receiving game, uh, it's going to be the, uh, what's it called, the Buccaneers. Godwin, Evans, all their, you know, plethora of receivers. It's not going to be matched in any way, shape, or form by the Eagles. Um, moving on to the offensive line, Tampa. No questions asked, really. The defense is going to be all Tampa as well. So... I don't think the only, the only thing I could maybe give the Eagles an edge, and I did end up giving them the edge, is in the running game. But that's not going to win them the game. So that's a game on Fox Eagles versus Buccaneers again. Um, on to the next game, 49ers Cowboys. In this game, I have the 49ers coming out with an upset win. Um, the the 49ers are the same. The Cowboys are the four seed, or three seed, but I don't think that'll matter much. The Cowboys aren't as good, in my opinion, in certain positions that are going to be key in this game. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo is obviously going to be worse than Dak Prescott when it comes to the, uh, you know, I'm just going to go right to the player versus player kind of thing. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be worse than Dak Prescott. But Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard will probably have the edge on Elijah Mitchell. And that, so that's Cowboys for two. Then you look at the receiving game. Debo Samuel's phenomenal. And uh, CD, I mean, then you got CD Lamb and all that on the other side. I'm going to give the slight edge in this game, not in anything else, to the 49ers. I think Debo Samuel's going to play lights out tonight. Or not tonight, uh, tomorrow afternoon, where I'm recording this. I think he's going to play lights out. He's going to get a lot of complimentary help from Brandon Ayuk and others. And then it's going to be kind of lackluster from the other side, in my opinion. Offensive line-wise, got to take the uh, – it's close. Actually, I'll keep this neutral. Actually, I'm going to keep this neutral. And then on defense, it's basically, in my opinion – it's all 49ers. The 49ers have a better defense than the Cowboys, in my opinion. And I think that's what it's going to come down to. The 49ers are going to shut down the Dallas offense. And the Dallas defense isn't going to be able to shut down the 49ers offense enough. They will shut them down mostly, but not enough to get the win. And that's where I think the 49ers will win the game defensively. We'll take a quick look at the injuries. Israel Mukwamu, IR. TJ Vasher. IR, Josh Ball, IR, 
Hunter Nieswander, IR, Keanu Neal out for Dallas. Um, for 49ers, Trenton Cannon, IR, Aziz Alshair, Marcel Harris, Talanoa Hufanga, and Mitch Wisnowski are all questionable. Uh, it's going to be 53 degrees and sunny inside AT&T Stadium. ESPN is saying that's 36% for San Fran and 64% win percent chance of win for Dallas. This game's in one o'clock game or four thirty game. Sorry, on uh, CBS. Again, I'm going to be taking the San Francisco 49ers. On to the night game. Uh, between the Steelers and the Chiefs. Um, I'm going to take the Chiefs in this one. This is a 8.30, I believe, 8.15 game. NBC, Sunday night. Uh, ESPN's giving the Chiefs a 75.9% chance of winning and the Steelers a 24.1% chance. Um... It's going to be 33 degrees at game time and uh, cloudy over at night. Um, let's see. Um, yeah, um, let's go to the injuries. For Pittsburgh, Kevin Dotson's on injury reserve, so it's Juju Smith-Schuster. We know both those things. And then Buddy Johnson and James Pierre for Pittsburgh are also marked as out. For Kansas City, Clyde Edwards-Alaire is out, and Daryl Williams is questionable. This is huge. No, Clyde Edwards-Alaire is going to weaken the running game, and if they don't have Daryl Williams, I assume he'll play, but if he's not 100%, that can also hurt the running game for Kansas City, allowing the Steelers to at least have a chance in that, uh, I guess, position. Um, Taking a look at the player-versus-player kind of thing, Mahomes is better than Roethlisberger in the passing game. I'm taking the Steelers running game with Najee Harris over the Kansas City one with Daryl Williams, maybe. Um, uh, in the receiving game, the Steelers have a solid receiving game, but it it can't compare to Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. No way it can. So, um, moving on I to the offensive line, I've got the, the Steelers have a solid offensive line, I think the it's mostly neutral, but I'm going to take the Chiefs' offensive line in this case. Um, uh, defense, the defensive line, I'm taking the Steelers 100% just because of TJ Watt and Cam Hayward alone. They're going to be good enough to get through their offensive line, maybe put a bit of pressure on. And when, here's a quick thing. When the Steelers played the Chiefs at Arrowhead Stadium a few weeks ago, T.J. Watt was a bit banged up, so he only played 55% of snaps, and that's why they couldn't get any pressure on Patrick Mahomes. With a T.J. Watt fully healthy, playing almost all the snaps, it's going to be a bit of a different story, and they're going to be able to get pressure in on Mahomes, I believe. Um, in cornerbacks, I'm taking the Chiefs. Linebackers, I'm taking the Steelers in this case. So that's that game again. That's an uh, 8-15 game. Steelers versus Chiefs on the Chiefs on NBC. On the last game of Super Wild Card Weekend, it is the um, Cardinals Rams. 
Now, in this game, I have the Rams winning a very close game. And it's 58% for LA and 42% for Arizona. That's showing at least being very, very close. Very, very close. This game is 8-15 on Monday night on ESPN ABC. Um, the uh, It's going to be 60 degrees in SoFi Stadium, but I believe SoFi Stadium is closed, so that doesn't matter that much. Um, injuries. Um... For L.A., Jordan Fuller's on injured reserve, Taylor Rapp's questionable, Van Jefferson's questionable, and Buddy Howell's questionable. Now, if Taylor Rapp's not playing, that is huge. Same thing with Van Jefferson. Key things, Taylor Rapp. Will, um, if he's not playing, that, then they might have to play Eric Weddle, which they don't want to do. And so you really want Taylor Rapp to be able to play, if, you know, at all possible. Take a look at the Cardinals. Justin Pugh, Chase Edmonds, Rondell Moore, Jonathan Warden, James Conner, all marked as questionable here on ESPN. I am going to take a look at the full injury report for the Cardinals because I believe J.J. Watt may end up. Um, he might end up playing in this game. If he's playing, that's huge. J.J. Watt would add a whole dynamic to that Cardinals defense. So let's take a look at the player by player, or kind of position by position. Max Kyler Murray versus Matthew Stafford in the quarterback court. I'm going to take Kyler Murray here, but obviously you can't count out Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford's just a really good quarterback altogether. So that's not really a disadvantage for the Rams. Uh, it's a bit of an advantage for the Cardinals, but it's not a disadvantage for the Rams. Um, in the running game, if James Conner plays, that's fine. If uh, Sony Michelle can be solid, then I'm taking the Rams. I think Sony Michelle will play solid this game. You know, they're they got a solid enough rushing game, and I think they're gonna outrun. I guess outrun the uh, Cardinals in the receiving game. They got the Rams got the best receiver in the league, in my opinion, Cooper Cup. Almost had 2,000 yards. He had 145 receptions, 1,947 yards, and 16 touchdowns. Um, I'm not sure, but the NFL single season receiving yards record is close to that. I know that. Um, I'm just going to look that up real quick. I know I've done this a lot because I keep forgetting, but... I think he might have it. Let's see. Um, let's see. Um. Why isn't it? Coming up. Oh my gosh. Why, 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 why? I feel like Cooper Cup. Oh. 
1,964 yards for Calvin Johnson. Oh, man, he was off by, I think, 17 yards, Cooper Cup. Wow. Wow. Okay. Let's move on from that, but I, I'm taking the Rams. I'm taking the Rams in the receiving game. So that puts it at 2-1 to one for the Rams. Offensive line-wise, we've got the, um, let's see here. This is a bit of a close one. Uh, I'm going to take the Rams slightly in this one. Not by a ton, but by a little bit. So, that's that. In the defense, I'm basically going all out LA Rams there. So, that, that's going to be the key why I think the Rams will win this game. So, again, I'll go over all my predictions real quick again before we end this episode. Raiders, Bills over the Patriots, uh, Buccaneers over the Eagles, 49ers over the Cowboys, Chiefs over the Steelers, and Rams over the Cardinals. But that is it for this episode of the podcast. Hope you guys enjoy Super Wild Card Weekend. I know I will, and I'll see you at the next episode.